Dogs of Warcry. Dogs of Warcry is a podcast from the Mortal Realms focusing on Warcry, fast-paced cinematic skirmish game by Games Workshop. You can expect discussions on gameplay, rules, lore, painting, terrain, campaigns, and events. And this episode, I've got something special. Gur is a raging torrent of primal energies, and the Gnarlwood is one of its many living horrors. It doesn't matter where you came from or who you fight for. Once you crossed under the boughs of the Narwood, it was only you and your warband. No support. No orders. What will you do in this hostile place, where the trees stalk you while you're sleeping? Where the hum of ancient energies heard deep in the forest might immolate you when you get too close to those strange runes? What really brought you here? Or perhaps the question is, why have you stayed? Don't tarry too long before choosing, as there are eyes in the canopy which follow your movements, and the Narlok behind you seems to be getting closer. And in episode 3.5 of season 5, we're going to discuss the upcoming Adepticon Narrative Warcry event, Under the Boughs of the Narlwood. My name is Josh, and joining me today is vint and eric how you guys hey. doing hey what's up guys wait just a couple months away but yeah this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode because we wanted to record quick so that we could get some information out before registration opened uh at adepticon uh mm-hmm. which will be tomorrow so this should be releasing on saturday january 7th and tomorrow, uh, January uh, 8th, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, Adepticon's yep. opening registration. So we want At people to have some information. Central Standard Time. Adepticon, we're doing it. We're doing it. We've we're said doing we're doing it. We've Friday. told people we're doing it. One quick announcement. One quick announcement. Yep. yep. Yeah, so uh, Visions of Madness. Uh, in this section, we're going to talk about announcements and speculations. Right now, not a lot of updates, but we are all three of us, I think. Right, guys? We're all going to go yes. for... Um, Dan Herrera's event up uh, from the Salty Sea. We're going to be heading up to his event, the Quest for Talaxis. Uh, it's a Warcry tournament on the 21st at uh, Game Center with a Z, with narrative and competitive elements. Uh, man, I, I look at the roster of people who are going to this event, and I can't help but be excited for so many new faces and so yeah. many people that are like of, of mixed experience. It's just going to be a good time. Um, I'm going to go there so I can make sure Josh uh, beats me up a bunch um, and that I, uh, I somehow finish somewhere in the mid, maybe if I'm lucky. Uh, but I'm excited to go. Uh, I'm excited to see everybody. I've got my warband mostly done, which is pretty good for me, uh, only a couple weeks out. Uh, how about you guys? How is your prep coming for that? Pretty good, pretty good. I think I just need a monster, and I should be set. Yeah, I'm, I'm split between uh, two lists. I'm preparing one that's my... My A list. I've got another one's kind of tugging at me, but I may not be able to have time to finish it. So we'll go with A, and I'm excited either way because, uh, like you said, a lot of new people to meet, uh, a lot of new people to game with. Uh, looking forward to trying a new uh, style of event that tries to merge narrative and competitive, and yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Can't wait. Cool. So if oh, you're right. in the, the upper Midwest on the 21st, you want to come play games, go check it out on Facebook. 
Yeah, it's a super cool event. All the sign-up stuff is there. It's $10. What kind of awesome event can you go to for $10 these days? It's so cool. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, and it sounds like we're all going to be kind of working together. I think some of us are bringing terrain from down here. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there's going to be people bringing terrain up there. It's going to be pretty tables, pretty cool stuff. And you get to hang out with all your favorite Warcry podcasters. So come on out. <laughs> we'll see you there. Right, right. We'll catch you on the 21st, brother. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into our victory condition, the main topic, uh, which is Under the Bowels of the Narwood, the narrative event, Warcry event at Adepticon. Um, and let's, uh, let's start first with the dates. March 24th is a Friday, uh, and the time is 11 to 7 p.m. You know, for the official date. It's seven bucks, you know, so even cheaper than the $10 for this event we're going hey. to tell you. And uh, when you go to register for Adepticon, you can register for, uh, you know, uh, your pass for Adepticon and you know, our event. Look it up under Warcry. It's the, the should be the only narrative event that I recall. Um, there are uh, learning how to play events on Saturday and Sunday, and there's a competitive Warcry event on Thursday. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. So uh, any of those that you want to check out or interested in or can make it to, by all means, do all of them. Uh, don't feel like if uh, that you won't have any fun at at a competitive event if you mainly play narrative, or don't feel like you can't come and do narrative if you're used to playing competitive. Um, so uh, what we want to give you guys a little kind of idea of what we have in store for this event. Um, let's start with kind of what you can expect to bring. So even if you don't know, um, you know, if you can make it or not, and you want to start preparing or whatever, let's start with Warband Construction. Uh, we're asking people to bring a roster that consists of 15 fighters. Okay. Um, one model with the leader rune mark who will be your leader. You can bring one ally. So that might be from the allies list, often at the front of, you know, uh, whether it be a Trogoth or uh, something like that for destruction um, or a, yep, a Sphinx for chaos. Or you can bring uh, a leader or a hero a model with a hero remark from another warband in your Grand Alliance. So that's the general ally rules uh, that we're all familiar with. Um, we're going to use the rules points uh, from 2022 Warcry Compendium for these. So um, that's available free on Games Workshop, uh, the Warhammer community website. Um, we're going to say no to Bladeborne Champions from the Tome of Champions 2022 because we're not, we haven't gotten official updates on those. Um, uh, let's see. What there, have some been, there have been some in White Dwarf which have been released and those we are accepting at this point in time. Yep. So if anything's been released in White Dwarf since Heart of Gur has come out, that is, that's something you can use in Warband. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing to note about our roster, and this is a little bit more for narrative effect rather than for like being cutted, cutting edge competitive or whatever, but when fighters are slain during the, the um, aftermath phase, after the games are done, each game is done, uh, if a model is, if a fighter is slain, they cannot be replaced in future games. So over the course of our uh, day, you may lose fighters and get worn down a little bit. Now, being slain isn't uh, shouldn't be that often, but it adds a little bit of attention to it. And lastly, about your warband, uh, miniatures must be Games Workshop uh, miniatures, and they must be painted. 
So um, certainly can, account requirements. Yeah. So it's, yep. Yeah. So they can be converted. You can uh, kit bash and all that kind of stuff, uh, but they need to be uh, um, GW uh, models. Yeah, and that's that's an Adepticon uh, ruling, which is it's not we're not here to gatekeep or anything. The big thing is to make sure that it's accessible, but within the understanding and restrictions of Adepticon. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you have any questions about that, obviously you can, and any questions that you have for uh, us on this pack, email us at dogsofwarcry at gmail.com. Uh, we're happy to answer and get back to you and get information uh, to you in other ways. Um, but uh, uh, if you have any clarifications, you can always uh, email us. Yep. Uh, any other thoughts on, on warband construction or things we want to tell people about that? Uh, just to kind of reiterate what Eric had said, that once once you get registered, you should be receiving a packet with uh, all the information and some additional information in it. If you don't, for some reason, again, email us at dogsofwarcry at gmail.com, and we'll make sure that you get that into your hands. Yeah. All right. Then next, uh, last year, um, uh, you guys had great success. So um, Josh and Vint uh, ran last year's event uh, and uh, used the branching quest kind of design from uh, previous publications to great success. Um, Josh, do you want to walk us through a little bit of what branching quests are for anybody who isn't familiar with that? Definitely. So, so in the previous version of Warcry, they introduced a, a campaign sequence where after each game you had two different choices, and based on that choice, you would, it would lead you narratively down two different paths. And, um, and so Vint and I designed a series of, of five different paths, one for each Grand Alliance and one for Dogs of Warcry, where your quests would leave you down multiple different paths and uh, would end up in a unique artifact at the end. So we've done something a little different this year where we're not focusing on Grand Alliances, but focusing on motivations instead. Absolutely. So there's going to be the uh, option at the end of each uh, game you play to pick how you're going to progress through the narrative and it'll be your choice um, completely. But then we come to the narrative and the, or the, the motivation, as Josh said, and we've got three primary motivations uh, that we want to talk about. And your warband can, you can decide what your warband is here for. Why are you in the Gnarlwood? And those three are, uh, you've come for knowledge. You've come for strength and power, or you've come for wealth and trade. We each took one of them to try and kind of come up with some uh, content for them. So uh, why don't we why don't we divvy them up that way? Josh, you took wealth. Why don't you Why don't you start us off with wealth and trade? So essentially, wealth and trade. You know, here's the the intro paragraph. You plan to use wealth to trade or trade to achieve your goals and gain glory. You might spend your time acquiring treasures and artifacts for yourself and others. Or you might use the currencies to trade, like souls, flesh, force of arms, or other resources. Either way, you won't leave the Narwood until you have what you need. And an example of one of the motivations we've included, a rare and unique magical flora and fauna in the Narwood will make you famous and rich. So that's just one potential example of what your, why your warband could be in that particular area or have chosen to stay. Yep. Uh, and these are sort of prompts. They're kind of that flavor to get you in the mood and help you kind of think 
why you know uh, before you get to the event, what are some of the things that your warband uh, might be here for? What's what's your uh, your motivation? What's your narrative? What's your hook? Um, yeah. And and you can come up with your own. You do not have to pick one of the ones that's here. These are just here for inspiration. Exactly. Uh, Vint, why don't you take us through strength and power? Strength and power. Uh, you understand that the best way to achieve any goal is through raw strength and power. Wealth and knowledge are no match for brute strength and overwhelming force. Look at those puny muscles. By magic or might, maybe a bit of both, you found your way into the Narward in search of something worthy to challenge others and yourself. Some example motivations that have taken your warband down the path of strength. Monsters rove through Gur in many places. And you've come to claim victory over them, perhaps even with one of your own in tow. A victory against such monsters would truly make you more powerful. <laughs> uh, but really, the, the essence of the strength and power motivation is your warband came here to kick uh, Rumpelstiltskin and eat bubblegum, and they never had the bubblegum <laughs> to begin with. So they, they're here, they're here conquering, they're here taking things. Uh, might makes right. You are stronger than your opponents, so go show them. Uh, and that would be a great motivation for any warband. Uh, but even more so, you know, you, you really you really have that might makes right feel. And that doesn't have to be just strength, right? Like a super powerful wizard walking through the Narwood, super terrifying too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, your paragraphs were much more f- uh, flowery than mine. I apologize. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, – you guys gave me knowledge because we know I'm the smartest one here, right? Exactly. Um, Clearly. Uh, yep. for the the seeker path uh you see knowledge as your path for advancement and power learning about the um maybe you want knowledge of the seraphon uh to broker an alliance or because you want to thwart future interference uh, by the seraphon they keep getting in the way of your silvery towery plans um or maybe you want answers to what has happened uh to the silver neth that once thrived here um so whatever it might be uh, knowledge or information or, you know, that we all know knowledge is actually power, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's what they the say. The pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so maybe you're here for a academic or a, uh, a strategic reason uh, because it's going to help you um, uh, in the future. So whether you are a seeker, whether you're a power-hungry warlord, uh, or you are a savvy uh, trader seeking wealth, um, those are going to be the three paths uh, that you can choose from uh, to engage in the narrative event under the bows. And the main goal, main goal behind this was the kind of uh, some of the, you know, the interest we got last year and some of the feedback we got was like, you know, some people wanted to design their own narrative and not be tied into a faction. So, we all decided that this might be a great way for people to be faction independent and really come down to what is your warband's motivation instead. So. Absolutely. Um, and I'll hint at this um, because there'll be another layer to how you uh, engage in each of these motivations throughout the event. Uh, the, uh, when you go down the strength path and you have choices to make, there'll be a dichotomy uh, to, to work within that's uh, a layer even deeper than this uh, that we're excited for people to discover uh, on the day of. So maybe more more of that to come as we get closer. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we uh, uh, talk about then the, the schedule for the day? Uh, we're starting at 11 a.m. and going until 7 p.m., correct? 
Correct. Correct. Yep. Uh, uh, so what has what does that what does that end up being like? What does that feel like for the day? Um, so so last year we kind of gave two hour periods of time, which most people didn't need that much time. Uh, there were a couple of newer players that that took that full time, but this year we're going to narrow it down to one and a half hours per game, which should be plenty for everybody. Um, we, we're going to have three games total, and we are again just like last year, bracketing a little period for lunch. And also warband judging. Last year, we included a, a period of time for people to get lunch and to vote. Each, each player would vote on which warband they thought was their favorite, and then we would award that to the best, this best painted or best warband, uh, a kind of award at the end of the event, all player based. So we decided to include that because people really enjoyed presenting their warbands, but also going around and seeing everybody's warband in that particular aspect. Yeah, and then um, the event goes till seven. And we'll kind of get into it a little bit later, but we have a post-event optional event, just like we did last year. Yeah. By taking the games down to an hour and a half, does that give us more time to kind of chat and, uh, you know, uh, kind of hang out between rounds? What's the major advantage to kind of slimming that down? Uh, I, well, we found, um, you know, so for, for the branching quests, last year what worked really well is we had a page per branch to give each person so it took us a little bit of time to sort through those pages and get them to people along with the quest so they could perform the next steps of the event but people who did finish early did spend a lot of time chatting catching up sharing stories and having fun like that so uh, we're hoping that'll facilitate all of that but also give us some additional flexibility should you know since since if we need more time to tally up the narrative event, uh, you know, what the conclusion is or figure out the sheets for pairings or other sorts of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the big things too, is that uh, when we were playing last year, one of the things we learned really early on was that um, there would be people that would be done very, very early. And uh, just having a way to like, for some of our players in the event last year, there are people who hadn't seen each other in eight months or more that were best mm -hmm. friends and this was the one event they do or what's the one event they do every year is they come to Adepticon. Um, so making sure that those people had their time, but still some of those games because of some of the catch up took a little bit longer. Uh, so if we call the game, those people still have the same amount of time to catch up and, and, and you know, kind of hang out uh, without taxing so much of the, the play time and some of the other players who were looking to chomp at the bit and get into their, their next battle in the, part of Adepticon. Right. So we hope that everybody comes that it's a good amount of time to play. It's a good amount of time to peruse. One of the things that is a trademark of our events, uh, the, the dogs of Warcry events is that we're often kind of selecting different, um, achievements, uh, throughout the event. So rather than just being focused on who won the most games or got the most glory, uh, you may, you may be able to achieve, uh, win an achievement for having the most models uh, of your own slain uh, and that sort of thing. So uh, we may take some time to tally that as well and, and having that time to uh, be uh, uh, wax on about our narrative uh, stuff is also a part of uh, the narrative event fun. So um, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a great schedule. At the end of the scheduled event, as, as Eric alluded to, on our branching quests, each branch has two paths, and each path will lead the narrative in a certain direction. So we will be tallying what choices you make throughout the event. And based on the choices that everyone has made, that will help us decide on what the 
narrative outcome is of everybody in this in the Narwood for this event. Even though this event stops at seven, and people can go on their way, go grab dinner with friends, uh, go to maybe a late night painting class. We're not just stopping there, are we? We're not. We have more. Oh no. We have there's more. But wait, wait there's, there's more. more. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's war cry. Exactly. Exactly. Dun dun dun. Uh, so uh, Josh or Vint, tell us about what's happening after the event has concluded. Yeah. All right. So our epilogue battle is something you don't have to register for. It's really cool. We just kind of did it last year with a mega gargant battle. Now this one's going to be very different. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be maybe some multiplayer action again. Uh, and this time in the heart of Gur, uh, which means all sorts of crazy stuff could happen. It could be anything. So as you're going through the day, uh, pay attention to the decisions you make because they will influence the very end. Uh, that being said, um, like I said, it's an epilogue. It's going to be the cause and effect of your choices throughout the day. And um, it's not something you have to register for. So if you want to come and hang out all day just to watch some Warcry being played, figure out what you're going to do. And um, if you want to try it out at the end and you brought a warband with you, man, that is the time. You can just swing on out and uh, try a game out where it's a little bit of multiplayer fun. Also, if you've had enough, it's eight hours of gaming and a small lunch and you're famished, you don't have to come, that's awesome too. You're still going to leave with a full story just like you did last year. Perfect. Fantastic. Um, Wonderful. Then, um, yeah, I mean, uh, what do you guys, uh, we, we, we've had a couple of great evenings uh, grabbing a something to drink together, hashing out uh, what this event might be like, um, taking inspiration from what, was successful about last year. There's so many great things. Everybody had such a great time and keeps talking about it in the discord. Um, and we wanted to see where else we could go with it. Um, one of the things that, uh, you know, Vint, I remember you saying as we were having these conversations was one of the most important things. Um, and maybe you, you, you compound on this cause I, I probably got it. Or I'm going to get it wrong, but the people can come have great games experience uh, a, a great story and and meet other people that they don't get to meet otherwise and play games and that at the heart of it that's the most important thing it's it's a really important event right because not everybody gets to play warcry and warcry communities of all the different ways to play warhammer uh we are very fortunate in every warcry community we get to affect and talk to um but we understand that there's not maybe 70 players in your local residential area for warcry so it's just really nice to get out there and, and hang out with like-minded people. Also, it's Warcry. It's one of the most approachable ways to play Warhammer. So why not come out and try it? This is a perfect event. You're out maybe 50 bucks, 60 bucks to get a warband together. Come on out and, and give it a shot. Uh, you're going to meet so many people that are just as passionate about Warcry and Age of Sigmar and the lore and narrative playing as you are. And that's fantastic. Some of them maybe even more so. Uh, I know there was a couple players last year that I swear had a book. And that's so cool. <laughs> um, but it, it really is. It, it It is built. This event was built from the ground up last year where we were thinking, man, you know, it's tough if you're not somebody that's narrative focused and has but wants to play narrative games. Uh, but you're having a hard time building a setting or building a scenario or a backstory for your warband. This is the event for you. 
you come out, we have a lot of this stuff, they're branching quests, make a decision. Uh, and as an indecisive person myself, you got options. So you'll be okay. <laughs> and no wrong options here. All of them are going to be super cool. Uh, the stories are fun. Um, you know, I still I still have people messaging me every once in a while about uh, a certain Skaven from last year yep. uh, that that gained some notoriety uh, and and had had his skull split maybe once or twice. We'll see. Um, but a couple a couple times uh, more than a couple times. More than <laughs> yeah, I think everybody uh, <laughs> took that option. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I don't think anybody took the side with him option honestly. But anyway, um, but there were really heroic stories like. It was really cool to see some of the heroes of order and the 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 crump masters of the destruction world, and you know the the exalted heroes of chaos, right? Uh, and it was it was really neat to see everybody playing and everybody playing on equal footing. Everybody has fun, uh, and, uh, and that's not like a we walk around and give somebody 25 cents to be like, all right, you need to smile for this picture, or we'll kill your models. That's that'll be new this year. <laughs> yeah that'll be new this year Options. um and if it does if the quarter doesn't work eric has a hammer um <laughs> but no it's, it's a lot of fun yeah uh and it's meant to be as inclusive as it can be you know if you know if you are new to the hobby and you're having trouble getting you know edge highlighting on if you just have base coated models with a little bit of extra that's great man like you do you you get your what you can to the event and get yourself there and meet people. And we'll, we're all here to help. Uh, the event, one of the coolest things about it was there are people that were playing their first game of Warcry and people who have played enough to fill a book. And everybody was having fun and everybody felt like they were kind of on the same playing field. And that's really cool. And that's one of the coolest things about Warcry as a game. And one of the reasons, you know, there's all the different games in the world and all the different Warhammer games we play. But that's what makes Warcry unique is that it's a great community. Uh, everybody's happy to see it. And when it comes to narrative play, it's hard to beat a narrative community like Warcry. So if you're looking for that narrative experience, if you've tried Dungeons and Dragons and are thinking, man, I just want to fight, but I also want to have a little story with my fight, uh, this is the game for you. And this is the event to come to. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's super inclusive. Nobody's going to be like, well, I'm sorry, sir, you, you don't have a 35-page backstory. Nah, man, there's going to be a whole bunch of people there that are just like you who don't have one. And there are going to be those of you who have that 35-page backstory. This is going to make a great chapter for you, and that's a promise. <laughs> so like, it's going to be so, so fun, and you're going to have a blast. So please, come and see us. And even if you're not going to do our event, stop by and say hi. We're all pretty approachable. Yeah, I'm like harder to, to find than these two because I'm like, yeah, I'm like three feet tall. Like it's it's really really hard to find me sometimes, but everybody else is is real easy to find. I'll be loud. That's how you find. <laughs> evidently, me. Right. Um, evidently, I'll be the one with the hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cosplay Eric your path, have a man. Got to cosplay your path. <laughs> <laughs> how am I supposed to get big and strong, Eric? We're gonna have to switch. Dwarves yep. yep. <laughs> are tough. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I still need stilts to be one of those though. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, but I think that's, that's my, you know, it, it's an event. It's inclusive. We want you there. We do. Um, if this is what you're waiting for is an invite, this is it. Uh, show up, come out to our event. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else, anything else you guys want to chat about? Anything else you're excited about for Adepticon? Just shooting, shooting the breeze a little bit. 
Yeah, just meeting meeting a lot of the new people, new listeners, and and people um, in the Warcry war community. It sounds like there might be some other people who do YouTube, you know, on a regular basis that might be showing up to play. So, looking forward to meeting everybody that that's involved with this hobby. Yeah, and if uh, one of the things I'm excited for is the lead up. Uh, we've got so many more things to kind of plan, details to iron out, uh, yeah. to, you know, uh, little pieces here and there. The like we said, the the main event is going to be the most approachable narrative event that we can build for it, and that leaves space for people to to hang out and and chat and have fun. And our epilogue game is going to be a you know a nutty, uh, over the top, uh, you know, multiplayer uh, uh, thing that we've still got to figure that all out and what it, what it'll yeah. end up being in the end. But um, all the time that we spend, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with you two over the next, uh, you know, month to iron all that out and, and get all this stuff ready. Um, I'm just, yeah, uh, it's going to be a blast to get there and enjoy the fruits of our labors. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be um, awesome. Um, as far as Adepticon stuff in general, it's going to be cool. I'm going to be doing the competitive event um, as a player. So uh, I hope to see some of you guys there. Uh, it's going to be super fun. And then I'm also going to be doing the Adepticon Age of Sigmar four-man team tournament Ooh, nice. uh, alongside some of my other Tundra Tactics guys. Uh, I'll be in a red or a black jersey. It'll have my last name on it uh, in big, giant, super crazy neon letters. So <laughs> um, if you see me, come over and check us out. Um, there's going to be a lot of people around, and uh, I'm just excited to meet as many of you as I can. Uh, I've gotten to meet a few of you out lately at some of these events. Um and I, I don't know if I've said it on other podcasts, but man, it, it makes my day when somebody's like, hey, you're on that Dogs of War Cry podcast. So please come and make my day all day. <laughs> um, as, as the new young member, I will point out the two like seasoned vets that uh, invited me onto this awesome thing and any of the other Mortal Realms guys I see because it's it's really cool to be part of these projects. You're calling us old. You're calling us old. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> uh, guys, so you know, this is like, uh, I have messed up like three times. They are going to edit all of my stuff out. <laughs> so if I get beat up, uh, just let you know, I deserve it. Uh, <laughs> um. But no, this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm very excited to see everybody there. The events are going to be super cool. Uh, I've been talking to some of the other people that are running events. Um, Paul uh, is going to run. Paul from the Royal Realms is running his event, Gibbering Dome. That's going to be tight. Um, it'll be, I think, at the same time as ours, which is sad. But one of these times, it's going to be different, right. and we'll be able to play them both. And we can, you could narrative all weekend uh-huh. and do the real dream team of Warcry narrative into Age of Sigmar narrative into bigger Age of Sigmar narrative. Someday. Into taking it home and then forcing everybody else to play narrative with you. This is the way. <laughs> uh, join us uh, at AdeptCon. Before that... Join us on our, our Discord, uh, themortalrealms.com forward slash Discord, and come chat about it. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, you can also email us at, at dogsofwarcry at gmail.com, and we'll be happily, happy to respond with any uh, answers that we can give you. Warcry.